All right. Welcome, everybody. This is BC. Welcome back to another podcast. Uh, this podcast is sponsored by my real estate team, Team BC. If you guys need anything real estate, you can contact me directly or go to teambcsold.com. Uh, number two, if you're interested in joining the team, we've expanded now outside of Southern Cali. You can go to partnerwithteambc.com, uh, watch that video if it makes sense to you, and go ahead and schedule a call with us. And lastly, Modern Success, my squad, my champions. Uh, that's my coaching program, a mentorship program. We have live calls every week, live events, and a bunch of other bonuses. So if you're interested in joining that, you can click the link in my bio on Instagram, or you can go to briancasella.com. All right, let's begin. So, you know, one thing that I've been doing a lot the last couple of years that I want to discuss is, um, you know, something that I believe people overlook. And it's a topic that I've been involved with for a long time, but uh, I want to talk about the individual today. And uh, people have, you know, for the last 15, 20, 30, 40, 50 years, right? However old somebody is listening to this, you know, uh, as you live and you accumulate experiences, you go through good and bad. And what a lot of people fail to do is they seem to not be able to rid themselves of negative energy. They seem to not be able to heal themselves. And uh, a lot of people like to carry bad energy with them, pent up, bottled up energy, and a lot of things that need to be let go. So when you hear people say, live in the moment, right? Be in the present moment. Well, it's difficult for a lot of people to do that because they don't know how. Now, when you do that and you can effectively do that and actually do that, you rid yourself of this phenomenon because every moment is every moment. You're in it. You're not carrying baggage from the past and you're not so caught up in the future that you're not here now. Okay. So this is an interesting subject for a lot of people, especially in regards to somebody um, being able to let go of a lot of stuff and really be efficient as a human being. When you get back to the core of your essence as a human being, then that's like you as a child, right? Your imagination's flowing. You're not worried about shit. You're just living life to its fullest. Now, as we grow up, we get programmed more. Now, there's many layers to this conversation and there's many layers to the subject, but there's one that I want to focus in in particular and it's around a communication because a lot of my improvements, a lot of my healing, a lot of my letting go, a lot of my ability to be in the present moment, a lot of that is done through communication. And I want to break that down for the next 15, 20 minutes so people understand what I'm saying because I'm not just talking about you talking to somebody else. That's one way of doing it, right? So what are some things? Well, one way you can communicate to yourself, the universe, um, or let go in a sense. Let's say I um, have something on my mind and it, it's just kind of racking my brain and I keep thinking about it and focusing on it, which is you know the mistake number one, right? Something happens, whatever happened, positive, negative, when you now start talking to yourself about it, imagining it, you know, putting emotion behind it. Now you're charging that energy, okay? And you keep running it over and over and over. So now it's building up and building up and building up, which is the first mistake. But let's talk about some outlets now. You know, something that a lot of people don't do anymore, and it's very old school, but it is very therapeutic, and it can help you not only with this, but with many other things in your life is, you know, putting a pen or a pencil to paper. People have stopped doing that, right? We only see like lyricists or rappers or singers do that. Now, for those of us who don't fall into that category, why don't we do it? I do it all the time. 
that's the beauty that is never really talked about when someone tells you to journal, right? I used to journal my goals and stuff every single day. I still do it. I just don't do it as hardcore and like two or three times a day like I used to. But there's something special in that because when you put your ideas to paper, right, they become real. When you start writing every day kind of what you're going through and what your day looked like, you're putting it to paper, you're communicating it, maybe not in the sense of speaking, but you're putting it on paper, okay? And the cool thing is, when you do that, now you've left like a little footprint or a mark in history because you can always go back and open up that notebook or that journal. And I'd recommend that you always date whenever you, you write. And you have access to a moment in time, but you can let go of that, put it on paper. Then two, three years later, you know, you might pick up that book just out of curiosity and see, hey, man, three years ago to this day, I was going through that shit. Now, had you not written it down, you wouldn't remember, you see? But the cool thing about that is it's therapeutic, but it also allows you to let go and start ridding yourself of some of this shit. You know, somebody will get like in a, a fight with somebody, right? A verbal fight, a physical fight or whatever it is. And they just play that shit over and over in their mind. They never take this one outlet, which is writing, right? Writing is very, very good. You've even heard rappers and singers talk about it. You know, when they, when they write and sing, it's therapeutic for them. Why? Well, it's communication. They're communicating whatever that emotion is and letting it out. Okay. So that's one way of doing it, you know, putting pen to paper, which helps you not only in that sense, but in many other senses, because if you're making goals, you're putting your thoughts and your imaginations and you want to make it real. Well, part of making it real is becoming clear about what you want to do. So if you write it down, now it becomes very clear. How many of you have had great ideas or thoughts of doing certain things and then you forget because you didn't write it down? And there's something special to putting pen to paper or pencil to paper. You can use your phone, of course, but I wouldn't recommend you do it for the sake of this exercise. I recommend you put a pen to paper. Okay. That's one. Number two, let's say you don't have anybody else. Well, something that I do as an example that's amazing is I'm still a proponent of taking cold showers. Right? I do cold showers all the time. And I think they're amazing, especially in the morning to wake your ass up and really shock you. Right. Now, something I do sometimes in the shower, especially if let's say I feel something pent up or I want to just release some emotion is I'll scream. I'll literally scream at the top of my lungs for a couple seconds, three, four or five seconds. And goddamn, do you feel good after, right? It's very rare that we get to scream like that. You know, most people walking in the street don't have the balls to do that or they think someone's going to call the cops or there's going to be some sort of issue. I don't, I'll do it. I'll do it in a fucking public setting. I don't give a fuck but a lot of people are too embarrassed to do it. Do it in the shower. Go for a run in the fucking, you know, in the hills or for a hike and just scream. When's the last time you did some shit like that? That's a great way to just, boom, get rid of that, that energy. Whatever it is. And for most people, when I say that, they're going to think negative. That's fine, right? It's usually frustration or something you want to get out of you. Scream, okay? Now, that's communication. You also have the physical exertion of boxing or exercising, right? Working out. That's a separate one, which we can consider also a communication. It's a physical communication, right? Some sort of movement. But the, the screaming, the yelling, amazing. I really recommend you do it. And I know a lot of people have not done it. And that's probably one of the best things you can do. Here's another one. How about having discussions with yourself, legitimate discussions where if you're afraid to do something, you're having an issue, you talk yourself through it and you ask yourself better questions and start getting in a dialogue with your own mind to get to the root of something. You see, most people don't even know anything about themselves. 
because they don't have those intimate conversations with themselves. It's all up in the head. It's thoughts. It's nothing real. How about you have a conversation with you? How else are you going to get down to your beliefs about money or other people or how you believe life is or how people should live or what your views are on relationships or confidence or whatever it is? Have a discussion with yourself about it and you'll find out very quickly, maybe a lot of the stuff that you're thinking and what you think you know, you don't know shit. Now to a lot of people, oh, why would I do that? That's boring. Look, it's not boring. It's just something you've never done. So of course it's not going to feel comfortable. Now, I see somebody commented about affirmations and self-talk, dude. That's, I talked about that five, six years ago on YouTube. You got to go dig through my YouTube channel, man. Or probably even on this podcast a year or two ago. Because that information is still relevant. It hasn't changed. So now we've had pen to paper. We've had screaming. We've had talking to yourself. How about with other people? I mean, shit, how many people nowadays, and this is, this is an exercise I'm going to give you, and this is a challenge. How many of you, listening to this, right? You don't have to, if you're watching live right now, you don't have to message me, but, or say anything. How many of you would feel your blood fucking boil if you sit down with somebody who has an opposing viewpoint to you on anything, right? It doesn't have to be a hot topic. It doesn't have to be politics or religion or whatever. How many of you struggle to do that? Cause you get in a shouting match with people or you just tell them to fuck off and you let emotions get the best of you, or you start getting in these fucking back and forth online where you call people pussy and this and that, right? which is stupid. I used to do it too, right? But it's a waste of fucking energy. But how many of you can't do that? So I would challenge you, get in a dialogue with somebody who has the opposing viewpoint of you in something and do not allow yourself to get caught up in your emotions. And just go back and forth with them. Even if y'all don't even come to a fucking agreement and you're both kind of at a stalemate, it doesn't matter. I would welcome you to do it just for the sake of being able to do it and, and be calm and have poise and be able to have a communication with somebody because that's one of the biggest issues that cause frustration and anger and depression and every other negative emotion on this planet is motherfuckers can't sit and talk to each other without getting in their goddamn emotions and it's sad now you can be passionate about something of course a lot of people are but that doesn't mean you have to shit on people right so it's cool every once in a while when i see a video pop up or you know, somebody having a rational discussion with somebody else, even if they have two opposing viewpoints on something. That's cool. And I applaud that shit because that takes a lot of a maturity. It takes a lot of emotional intelligence and it takes a certain amount of just flat out intelligence and self-confidence and self-esteem to be able to do that because a lot of people won't do it anymore. Right. And then you see the exact opposite. You see videos of maybe there's like a, a, a rally for, for some cause and somebody with an opposing viewpoint will go. And then everybody just starts ganging up on, you, on them and yelling at them and talking shit to them. It's stupid. You're not going to get anywhere doing that. Anywhere. So we have to be able to, to do this from an objective standpoint and not be so in us, but be able to view it from the outside and put ourselves in the other person's shoes. It takes a lot of maturity to do this. And a lot of people will never do it, but that's why I challenge people to do it. Go somewhere. Talk to somebody that you know for a fact on a certain subject has a different viewpoint than you. And I would actually challenge you to record that shit and then post it and say something like, you know what? Human beings can still have a rational fucking legitimate conversation without getting emotional because you, you see the evidence. You get two people to talk about like religion or politics or something like that. Everybody just shits on each other. There, there's no substance in the conversation. It's emotion versus emotion. 
which is stupid. That's not productive. That's anti-productive. That's actually going backwards. At that point, we're no better than fucking animals. And then those two, those two people walk away in a worse position, energetically, emotionally, psychologically. And that's what causes problems, even more so, and more division amongst human beings. So that would be another challenge I, I would throw you away to do that. Do it in the next week. And you don't have to talk to somebody for um, half an hour about it. Just talk to them for five or 10 minutes. It's really cool. And, I, and I've actually been doing it. For the people that are down to do that, because, you know, it, it allows me to test myself, but it's also an indicator to me how, how much I've progressed in regards to maturity and communication, because I can do it. I can sit there with somebody who maybe doesn't like me personally or has the opposite viewpoint than me on anything else. And I can sit there, listen to them. And even if they get emotional, I won't. I'm like, okay, cool. No big deal. I don't give a shit. Like, I really don't care. Cool. You want to be mad? You don't like me? Fair. Same thing with the people who, who watch any of my content or just me as a brand. There's a lot of people who don't like me. Cool. I'll still sit down and talk to a lot of them. I don't care as long as they're rational. If they're just going to sit there and talk shit and yell and scream like a little kid, okay, then I won't because that's stupid. But we need more people to be the example. If more people start doing that, that's how we're going to create change. And this is what's going to make you better and more efficient as a human being. Because then you can sit there, if we're going to sidestep now, if you're a salesperson, you can sit there and, and hear like a client unload or give you a, a story that's charged emotionally about a certain situation, and you're not going to take it personal. You're going to hear them out. You're going to say, okay, cool, I can understand where you're coming from. Because as they're speaking, you're not subjectively experiencing it, you're experiencing it objectively. And you can say, okay, I understand where they're coming from. Like in my profession in real estate, a lot of people have trouble having a civil conversation with a for sale by owner because they get pissed off. But in their world, them selling on their own makes total sense. So why the fuck would I yell at them or be like, what the fuck are you doing? Because again, as a communicator, that's not going to get me anywhere. As a salesperson, that's not going to get me anywhere. You know, you have to be on their side if you want to win in this communication because it's a game of strategy as well. But just from a human to human standpoint, if you just automatically disagree with somebody in the beginning and you can't understand where they're coming from, you create a confrontational uh, atmosphere and, and situation and tension, the exact opposite of what you need to have a successful communication with somebody in a dialogue. So, you know, as we take a look on, in the grand scheme of things in regards to the subject, you know, at the individual level and at the group level, you know, both benefit from some of these things, you know, and then allowing that person, again, in the sales situation to unload and, and get some of that stuff out where most people won't let them do that. And then walking them through a conversation that helps them because now they're in a better position and now so are you to make the sale and get a client or whatever it is. So it is a win-win. And I do this all the time. My team does this all the time. And this is why we're doing well in the game of sales and real estate in particular, but more so me dealing with people, going to events, doing podcasts, answering DMs and all this stuff, videos. Because even now when people talk shit, I don't really get mad anymore. Every, every once in a while, I'll share it. But sometimes it's just to prove a point that I don't really flip out about it. Like, it's not that big of a fucking deal. Like, I, I really don't care. You know, some people shit on me. Oh, you're the worst person on the planet. Okay, dude, cool. And from your viewpoint, you actually believe that? That's fine. But I'm not going to sit there and argue with them about it. What's the point? 
I'm just going to keep doing what I do. And if they don't see it and they don't like me on a personal level, cool. Whoop-de-doo, right? Why am I going to, oh man, fuck this guy. And then go, it doesn't do anything. So again, that's maturity and many other things, but we need to look at the overall benefit to you as an individual and everybody else when we do this. But it requires a little bit of effort because we're so, you know, when you look at the way society is going, it's going the opposite way. We're getting to the point where now, you know, freedom of speech is being heavily infringed upon because now if I say a certain word like fuck, I can't say it now because so-and-so gets offended when I would argue that that's on you, not me. Because number one, you chose to listen to me. Number two, how my words affect you is on you. Just like you could flip around and even be racist towards me as an example. And even though I don't agree with that and I don't support racism, I'm still not going to flip the fuck out because what happens if I flip out? It doesn't make any sense, right? All I'm going to be doing is feeding into it. So I may not agree with them or what they're doing, but me flipping out doesn't do anything but contribute more towards the problem or that issue. So as much as I want to make that point, I also make that point stand in my life as well. It's not just outwardly. I would expect everybody else to, you know, not get offended. Well, me, myself, I'm not going to get offended either. You know, so, so, so that's one thing. Then you look at everything being changed because certain people are offended and this and that. It's like, whoa, where do we draw the line with that? Where do we draw the line with personal responsibility to say, hey, I may not agree with that, but I'm not going to require the whole world to change because I'm uncomfortable from an emotional standpoint, right? Just like somebody has the right to, even though I don't agree with it, to go on my Facebook or YouTube and talk shit. Cool. That's their right. Big deal. I'm not going to be like, okay, YouTube and social media, you need to remove the ability to comment because people are talking shit. I'm offended. I can't do that. That would be ridiculous if we did that, right? But that, it seems to be like that's where it's going because at the end of the day, people just can't have a rational conversation. Everybody has to get so fucking in their emotions and just... Rah, 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 rah. So all I'm saying is this. We need to get back to the point of people being more rational, having more conversations, inviting dialogue, and we need to stop being so goddamn confrontational all the fucking time with people, right? And I'm not against, you know, aggressiveness and all that because that's good in context. But if we're looking to improve situations, then we need to know when we need to step up as higher level communicators and especially the people who have a platform and have a voice, right? It's our responsibility to talk about this even more and bring people together. This is why I love doing podcasts and inviting people and interviewing them and, and doing lives and all that stuff because I want to be one of those people who sets the example for this. Because I feel like I'm doing that with the way that I express myself and what I do and what I represent. And again, I've done many events too where there's, I know there's people there for sure that do not like me. They support somebody else and they don't like me. That's fine. And I address them and I say, some of you who are here don't like me and wouldn't want me here. And that's cool. But it's cool that you can sit here and listen. And I know if you sit here and listen for the next hour for my portion, you're going to get something from it. Because regardless if you like me or not, you're going to learn from me, guaranteed. Because like me or not is personal. It's a personal thing, which is totally cool.
Now, a lot of people will say, well, that sounds good and I want to do it, but it's difficult. Yeah, it's not easy because we, we weren't brought up being taught this. Very few people were. But it requires you to grab the bull by the horns and do this on a regular basis. So how do you start? Number one, by voicing and using this platform of social media to post what you believe in. And at the same time, being open enough to having a dialogue with somebody or looking at opposing viewpoints to then maybe change your mind, as I've changed my mind on many things growing up and in the last couple of years, as far as beliefs and philosophies and ways of believing things and ideas and that kind of stuff, right? That's number one. And then number two, you do it more frequently and you engage with other people and you create within yourself an environment where this is applauded and this is requested and this is pushed because then those are the small ripple effects that start creating change. But that's the way we're going to do it. There's really no other way to do it. It starts at the individual level. How many people right now are afraid to maybe express their opinion about, I don't know, who they're going to vote for because they're afraid of getting slandered. That's one step. Even though you know some people are going to slander you, put it out. Who cares, man? Or that you believe about you know, something in sales or a certain communication technique or somebody you support and you study that you're afraid that, like me, a little bit polarizing. So, well, if I share that, then people are going to talk shit because I know they're against earrings and tattoos and BC has them. So I don't want them to judge me. Dude, just put it out anyway. Put it out anyway. Who cares? You see, because that's the steps that you need to take to start reversing this. And those who want to go overboard, that's fine. There's always going to be a percentage of people that are like that, right? Now, I, as an example, have continued to push what I push so the naysayers don't really speak up anymore because they never got anywhere with me. But if I was to engage with every single one of them and go back and forth and get all emotional, they would probably still be here because I'd be feeding the trolls. <laughs> but more so than ever now, I'm surrounding myself in person and online with people who tend to want to learn from me and think like me. And, and that's fine because that's what you'll do. So you'll have your support system and the people around you. But that requires communication via social media, in person, right? Speaking, doing this, doing that, meeting people, right? You have to proactively, this is a proactive thing, not a reactive thing. And when you're more proactive about it, now you'll start watering the plant, right? The seed and you'll start growing. And that's really what it's about. It's a slow, methodical process that if you continuously do it, you'll get more comfortable doing it and then you'll, you'll, you'll reap the benefits from it because I live so much better now, even though a lot of my ideas, myself and my life are a public and a lot of people know even intimate things about me. I'm cool with that because I live a clean life. It's very transparent. It's very honest. It's very open. And I live so much better versus a lot of people who are bottled up and feel like, well, I can't share anything with anybody. That's a recipe for disaster, man. That's what causes people to have mental breakdowns and get into depressions and do all this shit because they feel like they can't open their mouth or do anything, right? Anyways, we can rant on about this forever, right? So I'll end it here. And I really believe it's, it, it's our responsibility to push this and be representatives of this, all right? So thank you guys for watching. Appreciate you being here. This is an episode we do every Monday and Wednesday. I'm working on another interview right now that I will probably post tomorrow. This uh, podcast I'll post today, so you'll get three episodes this week. Obviously sponsored by my real estate team. We're nationwide now. If you guys um, have any questions or needs in real estate, 
as far as a consumer, go to teambcsoul.com. If you're interested in joining us and you're a part of real estate, go to partnerwithteambc.com. Watch the video. If it makes sense, schedule a call with us. And lastly, modern success. For those of you looking to get closer to me, my tribe, my people, uh, make sure you go to briancasella.com and sign up. Or if you're on Instagram, you can go to the link in my bio and sign up there. Welcome to all our newest members. All right, that's it for this one, guys. Appreciate you listening and tuning in and supporting. We'll see you on the next one. Peace.